0: yeah that's that's having church this morning oh yeah yes sir yes Mm ma'am now now something that that i'm glad to see that i'm glad to see i'm glad to see that men in here beginning to praise and worship something that the men don't know in scriptures the men out praise the women it was the men that would do the dancing and the and the praising but we got shut down because we didn't think it was Majo. But it it's a good thing to praise him because we need his prayers. That's right. Now, th- that's right. One of the things I want to talk about today isn't, it, isn't this stuff that's getting sickening that we're hearing on the news, all this hate and anger and folks getting shot and all of these things? And, and uh, it's, uh, it, it's time for us to be able to overcome some of these things. Wow. As individuals, especially in the body of Christ, I want to talk about something today and that that I'm a believer in. The church is a place. See, what people don't need is more laws. What people need is what the church was established to be in the first place. and 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 the church would because uh, uh, most a lot of us have had some difficult times in our lives, and we've went through some things in our lives, right? And, and some of us had, 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 had been broken in our spirit and broken in our hearts and some of these things. And if you're not careful, you carry that with you into your adult. And then and, uh, even and some people die with that. And so what the Bible does for us and what being born again does for us and what Christ came for us is to restore us, is to restore us back to the point. You remember we were created in the image of who? Christ. Yeah, we are creating creating an image of God. So we are supposed to be God-like. New Testament... Christ-like. Does that make sense? And that, that is the attitude and the love that we should have for one another, is to have the love that Christ had for us. And you know, it's, it's a very difficult thing sometimes when I look at the life of Christ and, and I look at how he loved the church and what he died for sinners and people like us, amen, and he gave his life. And then and for us husbands, he even told us to love our wives as Christ loved the church, meaning to give our lives to our wives and our family as Christ would for the church and to be the head. That's what the scripture saying, right? And so to do that, some of us have to be restored. Well, We need to be restored because some things have happened to us in our lives that has robbed us of our spirituality or has broken us from being the spiritual beings that we could be. Do you understand what I'm saying? So sometimes uh, 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 you need to ask God sometimes when you are broken, you ask God to restore. You said, Lord, I, you know, I need for you to, to restore to me. Because, see, some of you in here will understand, especially my recovery people will understand, sometimes you've had it and you lose it. You see, you know, and, 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 and then you have to ask God to restore. And let me tell you something. That sometimes can happen more than one time. it makes it easy. You don't lose your life going to heaven. I'm talking about being born again. I'm talking about falling. Does that make sense? So one of the things we need to do, and restore means
1: recovery from a lapse or any bad state.
0: So sometimes something can happen to me, and it doesn't even have to be sin, that I need to be restored so I can recover from this bad state. I mean, have you ever been in a bad state of mind? Well, because something happened to you. Now, most of you all are probably a little bit further along than me. There's been times that I had to restore my faith back in God because I lost it. Well. Now, that's me. All right. And so, uh, 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 yes, pastor saying that and that doesn't make me any less probably makes me more because I can admit it. But so the thing of it is, is so sometimes th- even in your marriage, sometimes you have to get restored, right? Because something can happen, uh, 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 some, some bad state or situation can happen to cause you to kind of fall apart a little bit. Uh, am I doing all right? All right, keep going, please.
1: Restore also means to restore to a former good condition. So I
0: need to get restored back to a former good condition. I, see, I was in a very good condition. I was really doing very well. I was working it. You know what I'm saying? I was working them steps. I was really working it, and something happened, and I needed to ask God to restore me back into a form of a good condition. All right, please.
1: It's also recovery and renewal of health and soundness, as from sickness or from insanity. So, yes,
0: yeah, so both of them. Uh, I've had to, uh, through the process of all of the chemo and all of the stuff that they put in my system, to keep me here, uh, I had to restore my health back, uh, right, to soundness, and that's called diet and medication and stuff. That's on the physical side and from sickness, and I feel really good uh, today uh, about that. And I went Friday and, and to my oncologist, and everything is good. said, well, we, gonna, we don't need to see you once a month now. We can see you once every three months, and I, I'm, I'm good with that, right? And so that is restored back to that. Now, Brother Nathan, I gotta, I, I, I'm going to talk to you because you're going to love me anyhow. And sometimes I get insane. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Sometimes it gets, hey, as Brother DJ said, this is like a bad neighborhood. And I don't need to be going up in there. That's right. Not by myself, not Come even on. with anybody. You see, so I can get insane. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever looked at something and, and things were going good in your life and you said, why did I do that? That was insane. Well, so I had to pray to God to restore that back, to restore me back to uh, Sister Evelyn back to my sanity. Because, you know, cause you know can, can I be real? Because folks can make you go crazy. Well. The things can make you go real crazy. You can be on your job. It can be your family. Come on here. Come on. It can be your family. And you can lose your sanity if you're not careful. Well. And, and you have to, and, no, you will lose your sanity. And you have to ask God to bring you back to a sound mind. And a sound spirit. Amen to that? And so the only way we can do that is to be spiritual. If you're not spiritual, you ain't got no place to go back to. That's right. Come on. Come on here. Spiritual? Relating
1: to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or
0: physical things. See, so sometimes I have to stay spiritual. When I get back to that sound mind again, then I become spiritual again. And, 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 and as I teach in, on Thursdays, and then my senses, you got five senses, my five senses become my servants. Now, somebody knows what I'm talking about. There was a time when I was enslaved by my five senses, and I was enslaved by my five senses. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when you get spiritual and born again, then your, your, your senses are no longer in control. The spirit controls the senses, and you have the power now to use them the way God would have you to use them. All right, to so that. All right, keep going.
1: Spiritual is also relating to people's thoughts and beliefs. All right. Rather than to their bodies and physical surroundings. And, and so
0: sometimes, see, when we get spiritual, we don't look at what we see. We look beyond what we see. Come on. Because some people look angry, but they are not really angry. That's just how they look. <laughs> huh? you yeah, right, right? And some folks look like they got joy, but they ain't got a whole lot of joy. That's how they look. And some people look sweet, come on here, and you, until you talk to them. Come on, make plain. You see, so you have to be spirit. you got to look past that and see what's spiritual. And some people are, you, you think, and come stay with me, that they feel like they're angry, but if we would look at their spirit, the spirit would tell us the cause and effect of the anger, and we as Christians can help them. That's right. Does that That's make right. sense to you? And this is what we're trying to do here. We're trying to be spiritual people here. See, sometimes, say, let me tell you, I've been I've been married, for, get that right, been married 48 years, right? And 48 years, and I have to, I still don't know Sister Gwen. Because, see, there's different things that can happen in 48 years. But if I'm spiritual, the Holy Spirit will introduce me to whatever thing that's going on in her life and vice versa. You see, some of you all the young, young men in here. I talk to young men. See, young men, when you're in your 20s, you you you're cool, right? And then one of these days you get 35 and you want to do what you do when you're 20 and it, your body won't do that. That's called midlife crisis. <laughs> you know, they talk about what women go through. Men go through the same thing. Midlife crisis, we do that. and so, But the Spirit can reveal to you where that person is at. Come on here. And the Spirit can reveal to you where you're at, right? The Spirit can reveal to you that when that family's getting ready to fall apart, the Spirit will be able to tell you where it's cracking at. Does that make sense? Before it falls apart. Is everybody with me? All right. Now, let's just go. I'm going to go to my comment. Here's, here's what happens. People quit being afraid to go to somebody... And get some information that you don't have. Quit being afraid of that. And, and, it, and come on, men. Y'all can say amen after I get done because you men. All right? And we men are the worst at it. Amen. Because we don't want nobody to know our business. Well, they can see how you act and know your business. That's right. All right? No, I want somebody to know my business so I can be a better business person. Does that make sense? But so, so, remember, I tell you all the time, always have somebody in, in your life smarter than you. And you know, I use Will Rogers, the, uh, the writer. We're all ignorant, just different subjects. All right, so when, if there's something that I'm ignorant of, meaning don't know about, then I want to go to somebody who knows that to be able to help me to understand what's going on in my life, right? So it's, it's kind of like this here. Has anybody been in here married less than 10 years? Yeah, all right, less than 10 years. So you need to come to me, because I got 40 years over you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so I can tell you 40, I got 40 years of information. And I've been married to the same person. All right, let's get that straight. so I got 40 years of information that I can help you with. You're seeing ladies, I hate to say this man. You need to go to Sister Gwen, cause she's got forty years of dealing with me. Okay. <laughs> and so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of information she can give you, right? And, and this is why uh, uh, we all need to have people in our lives because we all have some issues somewhere that somebody else has went through. They can help us to go through that thing. Does that make sense? Let's just use this as easy. If, if, you, if your marriage is falling apart and, and the Holy Spirit showed it's got some cracks, then you need to go to somebody that can help you before it falls apart. That just makes good sense. That's right. physically, if physically, if your body's falling apart, you need to talk to somebody, come on here, come on. that's been through that situation, right, that, and has had a victory through that situation, and they can tell you, what is going on and be able to help you and direct you to where you need to go to get the help you need to get so you, you don't fall apart. Does that make sense? Uh, I was concerned, uh, you all, that, you know, I had that cancer in the, in the spine, right? You all know that, right? And so uh, my back was swelling swelling up and, and it, was, it was really getting... Really, kind of, kind of hurting a little bit back there, and so I'm like, "Here we go again." And so I went to the doctor, uh, the pharmacologist, and I said, "All right, this is swelling up. This is what's happening, and this is where you remember they done this." And he said, "No, Johnny, it's called Buffalo Hump. No, this is a real thing. It's called Buffalo Hump, and it's done by the steroids that you've taken, and it calls that. Y'all can look that up." I was shouting for joy. <laughs> yeah, I was shouting for joy on Friday. So I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm thinking, "Ah, none of that. See, so, but I had to go, what? Get the information. That's right. And uh, men and women, hey, Gwen ain't got to tell me to go to the doctor because I ain't trying to die over something I get fixed. Well. You understand, but so I have to go to somebody that's got the information now And then there's other things we got people in here. That's dealing with alcohol drugs, maybe pornography, maybe Obesity or whatever your issue is because what do we like it or not? We all got some issues we dealing with So I use the recovery commentator all the time to help me to help you to understand that you're not unique There's somebody in this room. That's got the same thing you got. That's right all right, and everybody ain't gonna gossip, right? Yeah, right? if they gossip, you know they ain't gossip. Ask why you didn't know they had it. God, that's good. I want to be a pastor, anyway. Give me my recovery commentary, all right?
1: This life recovery commentary is gonna reference Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 through 10. And Paul is talking to the Galatians, just people of the church like us. He says, To share their troubles with one another, right? The
0: commentary said, it said, and I'm gonna give you scripture to share your problems with one another sometimes it's okay to tell somebody that hey man this is where I'm at this is what I got to deal with can we talk about this a little bit can we sit down and have coffee and just talk oh yeah all right
1: by doing this it would bring healing to hurting people and provide opportunities for the believers to help each and, other
0: and this this is a healing Process by speaking it out. The Bible says, Confess your sins to one another. And it, it, this is a healing process because sometimes if you hold that thing in here, that thing will eat you up like a cancer. But once you get that out, the healing process, because once you talk about it, somebody's been through something you've been through. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then the healing process starts. And it's supposed to be one another. We should help one another and be able to talk with one another. And we keep our mouth shut after that person talks to us. That's right. All right.
1: Paul included a special note to encourage those who might be too proud to admit their problem. So
0: don't be too proud to admit your problem. Do you understand what what we need to do on Sunday is? Because you know we have re, uh, recovery at six thirty on Tuesdays here. What we need to do on Sunday is just bring the recovery class on Sunday morning. Man, it would be a relief for a whole lot of people in here. Said, "Oh, I didn't know that was her. She was in the class. He was in the class. You'd be surprised who was in there and who's not in there. The most thing you'd be surprised about that you should have been there. Well. Keep going."
1: An essential part of recovery is admitting to others the exact nature of our wrong. Just tell her what it
0: is. Yeah, right. Just tell her what it is. Okay. Couldn't? Uh, can you? My personality. You all know my personality. The one place that I'd have to go, and Gwen would have to be next to me, is Las Vegas. Well, music, lights, and all that stuff. And you know, I got that kind of personality. Might be going crazy in Las Vegas. Uh, see, I'm going to go on there. I, I like that. Oh, what, that's, that's, you see, somebody else be hung up on all the women in there. I'm just talking about the lights and the brightness and the, all of that. Man, let me tell you something. If I could had a voice like Isaac, I wouldn't be singing in no church. <laughs> <laughs> could you? Yep, no, not that young age, because it wouldn't have been about Jesus. It might have been about a G, but it wouldn't have been Jesus.
1: Come on.
0: Yeah, come. you understand what I'm saying? No, stay with me. All right, so I know that that would be a place that I shouldn't be at. I'm talking now.
1: Come on.
0: Right, just because I'm 72, don't think I can't act 22. Well, that's right. Come on here. That's right. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I'm in Las Vegas. Hey. All right. Come on, shine them boots up, put that suit on. I'm walking them streets and, oh, that'd be too much. So he's... Yeah, so. So he gave me the y'all. All right, here we go. And I ain't the only one here can't go someplace. You ain't alone, pastor. Yeah, I ain't the only one here can't go someplace. You better know where you can go and where you can't go. Cuz Satan will tell you you ready. Yes, All right.
1: As we share with others, we will discover that much of the burden of our painful past or our addictive tendency will be lifted.
0: It'll be lifted. Because see, you're stronger when you when you get rid of that stuff that you carry, and sometimes it don't have to be sin. Sometimes it can be just a burden, a situation, or circumstances in your heart. You got to get it out of there. It's, all right. Does that make sense? Because you know you can start with an allergy and end up with a cold.
1: That's right. All right. It says, with their encouragement and call to accountability.
0: With their encouragement, you need somebody to encourage you, but you also need somebody to hold you accountable. That's why people don't like recovery classes. Because there's going to be people in there that's going to hold you accountable. You see, in the church, you can kind of sneak away. But you need somebody that will encourage you, but at the same time, you want somebody that will hold you accountable.
1: We can shed our painful past... And move on to a productive future. And
0: we can shed our painful past and move on to a productive future. This is why some people are stuck to shame, to let it go by talking to someone. Here we go.
1: All right, now back to Galatians chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 1 through 10 from the NIV, and I'm going to mix in the voice and the message.
0: And this is what we want, because I want to make sure we get this message, because there's a whole lot of craziness going on. And I don't want to ever look on TV and see one of y'all. All right?
1: And he says, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit, it's a big S, should restore that person gently.
0: This is what the problem we have in the church. We're putting the wrong people out of the church. When someone falls... Someone is supposed to be there to restore that person. And it says what? Gently. gently. And so it, it, it really just bothers me when a pastor does something. I'm not talking about molesting children and stuff, all right? I'm talking about in their personal life. They will be out of there if they do that stuff. In a personal life, they do something, the first thing they want to do is kick them out of that. The Bible says there's ancient spiritual people in your church. Well, well, get those spiritual people in there and bring that brother, that sister back in there and restore them Gently. Back in that position and look what why and there's a reason why.
1: He says, but watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. The Bible says,
0: watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. This is where the problem's at. I gotta be careful when I counsel people. When I talk to people, it says do it gently because you can be tempted and ye fall. See, there's too many good people leaving the church. Come on. Because the church doesn't want them in there because they don't look like them. They act like them at home. But they don't look like them. You see what I'm saying? All right. So this is what Christ Temple North is. Christ Temple North is a church for broken people. And that's what we are here. With churches for broken people, people who want to grow, men who want to be better men, women who want to be better women. We want to be better husbands and wives and fathers and mothers and better people. That's why we're here, because we are broken people. That's right. And in case that's right. you didn't know that, and, uh, uh, and if God, you're in the Holy Spirit and you go by the Spirit, and he's led you here, then he's telling me already when you walk through the door, you got issues. That's right. That's right. That's that makes right. sense? You don't go to the hospital and see folks rolling folks in that are healthy. Right. Right. Well, no. The church is like, should be that way, right? That's right? And you should be comfortable because you know somebody in this congregation has got what you got. All right?
1: The voice says it this way in verse 1 My spiritual brothers and sisters, if one of our faithful has fallen into a trap... And I love that.
0: I want to stop right there. minute. I love this, Brother cow. It says one of our faithful. faithful. So he's talking about one of the real faithful folks. So it lets us know that no matter where we're at in our spiritual walk, we have the potential to fall. That's right. And if we're aware of that as people, then when somebody falls, it shouldn't shock you. We say, oh, I didn't think she would ever do that. Well, she has. Let's go get her. That's right. And bring her back into the fold. Yes, I didn't think he would ever do that. We go get him and we bring him back into the fold. Right. Isn't that right? That's what church is supposed to be. Well, that's what this one is, all right?
1: Again, if one of our faithful has fallen into a trap and is snared by sin, mm-hmm. don't stand idle and watch his demise. So
0: we're, we're not gonna just stand by. We're gonna go get our brother, go get our sister, all right?
1: Gently restore him or her. Being careful not to step into your own snare. See,
0: we're going to do it carefully because we know we have what? The potential to fall ourselves. That's right. When the church gets back like that, it'll feel the church is up. All right?
1: The message says it this way. To live creatively, friends. If someone falls into sin, forgivingly restore
0: him. So what are we going to forgivingly restore? Forgivingly means that thing's over after we do that. Come on here, let's get this, this. Now let's build on your life. Let me get this because you all didn't get it. You bring them back in. You say, You've forgiven. God has forgiven you, your family. It's time for us now to get on with your life. You understand what I'm saying? Please read.
1: I like this part. Uh huh. Saving your critical comments for yourself. Yeah,
0: keep your critical comments to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Keep it to yourself.
1: But well, here's why. Mm-hmm. You might be needing the forgiveness before the days I out.
0: Might need the same thing before the days out. Same answer to that. Do you understand? This is Bible talk. This is what the church was set up to be. And then man got a hold of it. And started putting in rules and regulations that people couldn't live up to. I told a preacher once, man, you need to quit that foolishness. Well, I'm just not said no. I can't live what's in here. Don't be adding to it.
1: Well, come on.
0: Isn't that right? You understand what I'm saying? There's enough of it up in here. I don't need nobody to add nothing on to me. All right? And then if I fall, the scripture says from something in here, you all are supposed to bring me back in. That's right. I didn't know pastor would do that. I guess I got to find another church. <laughs> you see? I tell people when they leave church, no, no, that's okay. And folks will leave even here. And then they don't call you. They don't talk to you. And some of you thought were your friends, right? But I never get excited when somebody goes to another church because I always tell people the one you going to, somebody just left that one.
1: That's right. That's right. All
0: right, you understand? That's just how folk are, right? But you're welcome to come back here. And you ain't got to explain to me. I see people in the store that don't come to church anymore. I, you ain't got to explain grown man, you're a grown woman. You ain't got to explain to me why you ain't there. Does that make sense what I'm saying? In other words, you, you know, all right. You see where I'm coming to come from? But if you want to come back, nobody's going to ask you where you've been. There's none of their business no way. That's right. Glad to have you home. That's right. All
1: right? Our mission is in verse 2 where it says to carry each other's burdens.
0: Sometimes, listen to me, the strong have to bear the infirmities of the weak. That's right. Sometimes you have to carry the burden. Sometimes you have to do it. i tell you how it is. Let something happen in a family. And you've got some other siblings. You just think everybody gonna help. Right. Uh, you think everybody gonna help? Yeah, now they now they might they, they all want some of that. But everybody ain't gonna help me. Y'all don't look at me like I'm crazy. Y'all know that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they'll show up after everything done or over. But you know, we have to carry the burden. Somebody gotta do it. That's right. All right.
1: It says, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Because
0: we don't care what people think about us. We're going to do it. We don't even think about what we say. We're trying to fulfill the law of who? Christ. And so the law of Christ says, I'm supposed to do what? Take care of that. I got to take care of that, even though I'm not the one. I ain't going to talk about with my sisters, with my brothers, my uncles. No, 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 no. Somebody got to take care of it. And say, and I, well, are you doing too? No, I'm doing this to fulfill the law of Christ. I ain't doing this to please y'all. You know, I'm going to put a little of that in there. I ain't doing this to please y'all or to please nobody or to get anything from it. I'm doing it because I need to fulfill the law of Christ. Amen, Amen to that. Amen. All right.
1: Here's another way it's stated. Stoop down and reach out to those who are oppressed.
0: And some of the, There's plenty of people oppressed. So sometimes us that are not oppressed, we reach down and help them. Amen. Don't talk about folks. Go so help them. All right? Sister girl needs some comfort. She needs some encouragement. You don't know who she's living with. You don't know who he's living with or what they're living with within themselves. Don't talk. Reach down and encourage them and, ask the, and help them carry that burden. All right?
1: It says share their burdens and so complete Christ's law. So
0: we're trying to complete who? Christ's law. We ain't trying to please people. We're not even trying to please ourselves. Right. We're doing this because this is Christ's law. All right? That means you'll be helping some people you don't like. That's right. That means that there would be some folks you'd like to put both hands around their neck. <laughs> That's right. No. You don't get to pick and choose now. All right? Here we go.
1: It says that if anyone thinks there's something when they're not... Well. They deceive themselves.
0: <laughs> anyway, don't lie to yourself. You, know, you ain't unique. We ain't unique. All right? Here we go. Four.
1: Each one of us should test our own actions. Where are you going to start at?
0: With me. Test your own actions out. All right?
1: Then they can take pride in themselves alone.
0: Yes, that's right, quietly. Mm-hmm.
1: Without comparing themselves to someone
0: else. Quit comparing yourself to somebody else. Right. That's what you got to tell your kids. That's why they're getting bullied and getting made fun of in schools. Because they're trying to be somebody else. Somebody else is mirroring them. Don't let nobody else be your mirror. Read that again. I didn't get the response I wanted.
1: Each one should test their own actions. You test
0: your own actions.
1: Then they can take pride in themselves alone.
0: You take pride in yourself alone.
1: Without comparing yourself to someone else don't
0: compare yourself to no one else You see and you all are You all ought to know better in here You who you are Because God made you who you are And when you get there can't nobody do it like you do it. That's right. Can't nobody replace you You see you ain't got no low self-esteem Unless you listen to the evil forces and the demonic forces Because God chose you to be who you are. That should please you. All right?
1: Because the Bible says in verse 5 that each one should carry their own load. Carry your own
0: load. You understand? Carry your own load. I'm in this thing, first of all, to be able to carry my own load. Six.
1: That's right. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the Word should share all good things with their instructor.
0: See, here's what happens. When you receive instructions... You ought to share those good things with your instructor. I'm going to go on the physical part. There are some people that ought to call pastor up sometimes, say, Pastor, I listened to that message on Sunday, and uh, I really got uh, it. It touched my life. It was a life-changing thing. Or somebody else. Then I tell my instructor up there, I prayed for a a blessed day today. And I said, Lord, you know, we're going to be kind of uh, a lot of folks. We got more calls of people being sick, but it looks like you all are healthy. And and he done didn't we have didn't we have a good praise and worship? Amen. Well, I praise the instructor. The instructor, that's Holy Ghost stuff coming at. Them folk couldn't do that stuff. Isaac wasn't doing that stuff for no performance. He's not a good performer anyway. He does everything by the spirit. That's right. He'll tell you that. That's right. He only sang certain songs unless he feels them. You see them praise team and, and our musicians, they were kicking, right? Well, they were under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Well they that that's what we gotta do, right? So we thank God for them. Say amen to that. Amen. Right. And and the response that they got, they were amen and you all. Because it brought all of us into a very uh, a praised place. You understand what I'm talking about? So the instructors done a good job this morning. Amen. All right. All right.
1: The Bible says in verse 7, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Yeah,
0: sure enough, for real. Here's the, here's the important part. Read that really loud. I want everybody to get this part.
1: A man reaps what he sows. You reap
0: what you sow. You sow good, good. Good comes up. You sow anger. Anger comes back. You understand what I'm saying? You sow ugly. Ugly's gonna come back sooner today you're gonna reap what you sow. Right? Is that right? All right. all right, here we go. It
1: makes it plain in verse 8 and says, Whoever sows to please their flesh.
0: Mm, that's, you know what that's all about. Keep going.
1: From the flesh will reap destruction. That's right. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal you life. You reap
0: eternal life. We've been having, we have the Spirit still in here. It's a powerful time in here because we're reaping from the Spirit. That's right. That's Do you right. understand what I'm talking about? All right.
1: Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. See if
0: we if if if, just keep doing good. You don't know when your blessing will come. You don't know when your blessing gonna come. You just keep doing good, right? You can't. Well, you I just don't see nothing. That's because you can't see the results. You see, it may be 10 years from now, maybe 15 years, maybe 15 minutes, 15 days, but it will happen to you, I'm telling you, because Scripture promised you that. You just keep doing good. No, what nobody else do I'm going to keep doing the good thing. Right, right? You know, right no, my mind's going to tell me, this, my flesh is going to tell me, no, you need to get with these folks. But the Spirit said, no, go ahead and help them anyway. Does that make sense?
1: What pastor's saying is what verse 10 says, that as we have opportunity... Let us do good to all people. How many people? All people. How many people? All people.
0: Okay, just Christians?
1: All people.
0: All right, here we go.
1: But especially to those who belong to the family of believers.
0: Especially to those that belong to the family of believers. Y'all supposed to love each other. Take care of each other. All right?
1: The message says, right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all.
0: Every time we get a chance, we're working for the benefit of all. That's right. Right?
1: Starting with the people closest to us in the community. Of and it faith. starts
0: with the people closest to us in the community of faith. Now I'm going to talk to you. All right? Because I'm about to end. There's too much craziness going on. That's right. And this politics and all of these things, it's too much. I can't wait for Tuesday. Because see, I'm, I flipped the phone in the same commercials on the other one uh, or something. All right. And uh, we we found out what happened in this Jewish synagogue. Right. And that was a white guy that had done that. Right. They picked up a black man this morning who in New York or someplace who was going to do some stuff to Jews. So it ain't even color. like just folks just done lost their minds. That's right. Whether it be taking doing yoga, walking the streets, this place. All right. But now I'm going to tell you all. Uh, uh, pastors are, uh, in, in some churches uh, tell people who to vote for and how to vote. So this is going to be the first time you're going to have Pastor Fields is going to tell you how to vote. And I want you to tell your friends this here. You say, my pastor told me this and I'm going to tell you this. One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems in every day, every day alike. And here's what you're going to tell them: Let every man be fully persuaded by his own mind that's right. That's right. romans 14 and 5. romans 14 and 5. one man is esteemed by one day by one day another by another one such and such but the problem you're going to say is what you're going to tell on my pastor totes let every woman be persuaded by her own mind that's how we vote that's how we vote that's right. get out and vote and when somebody votes, they're, they're persuaded by their mind to vote Democrat, Republican, or whoever. That's their business. All right? Is that good stuff there? Amen to that. Isaacs.